Hi, welcome to the Real Estate Roundtable, where we discuss all topics real estate. I'm Nick Aarons. Hey, and I'm Steve Crowley. I'm Darren Shepard. And I'm Jimmy Reed, and we're your hosts. Hey, everybody. I'm Jimmy Reed with the Reed team at REMAX Coastal Homes. We are here for another episode of Real Estate Roundtable, where we talk about everything real estate. I'm Gabby Cavell. I'm our operations manager um, joining you guys today. She's more than just an operations manager. She makes everything like everything on the engine side. It's like, you know, in the structure of an organization, you have the CEO side driving sales, driving the vision. Okay, that's me. But, you know, trying to like keep everything optimized to be able to keep up with all of that. That's Gabby. So thanks, Gabby, for all that you do. So today we are talking about checklists. So it would be so great if we could like have like a live audience and see how many people, you know, not dependent upon what they say, but how many people are actually using checklists. So, so Gabby, real quick, before we get into this, let's say, let's say the, the top, you know, let's just say out of 500 real estate, random real estate professionals that are full-time in the business, what do you, what would you guess the percentage of people that are using a checklist, like an exhaustive checklist on the buy, sell side, lease, investment Ooh. property? What, what do you think use the it, percentage? That was probably yeah. low. Yeah. I would what, say like what percentage? Five, 5%. Yeah. 10%, Isn't that crazy? Maybe. Isn't that crazy? I mean, we go to coaching events. We're, we're coached at the highest level with, with uh, Tom Ferry and the, and the team platform. And it's amazing to me how many people will pay so much money, travel to go to those events, but then integrate so little of it. It's so amazing. Yeah. I'm a slow, I'm not an early adopter chasing squirrels technology wanting to do. I'm kind of a slow adopter. I want to see, make sure that it works so it doesn't disrupt what we're doing. But it's amazing to me how many people are struggling, right, with these with with systems but they don't really ever adopt anything or they'll they'll try well, to go in on the cheap you know and get yeah. something cheap and it doesn't work well and they're like oh i hate it i tried that right it's how how willing are they to change their habits right you now even if they're bad habits so right we want to change those and do the hard work totally not a lot of right. people do so i know but I know. Right. we do we try we try we try It'd be like you arguing with me, Gabby, and we're at the gym, yeah. we're, we're at the gym. And, and I'm like, you know, it's just not working. I think my trainer sucks. Who do you use? Right. Meanwhile, I got this big Mac in my right hand and I'm talking to you. It's like, <laughs> so distracting. You're like, well, maybe put you... the big Mac down yeah, right. <laughs> first and then let's have this conversation. Yeah, like put yeah. the big back down and back away from the table, Jimmy, and then let's <laughs> reapproach this conversation. Right. right. So, but it's just, it's human nature. It's like, man, why do I need to use a checklist? Well, you don't, but then you must be addicted to stress or something. I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I'd rather. I don't know. I'm, I'm on the side where I love a good checklist. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. How to well, not have a checklist. <laughs> so your operations, you've got, you know, you're you're the horse with stripes. I'm the, I'm the horse that doesn't have stripes, right? So you're more you you love that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, salespeople inherently don't like paperwork, right? Yeah. Shocker. Um, salespeople, they like to talk. They want to do the deal. They like to hunt, 
right? That's what they like to do, accomplish. And they leave this big, you know, mess behind them, right? It's like, there's a lot of great cooks like that, right? Let's not say any names, but there's people in our family that can cook real well. But it's like, oh my gosh, I don't know if it's worth it after looking in the kitchen when you're done. You know what I mean? It's like, holy yeah. smokes, how did you get grease up there? You know, or spaghetti <laughs> sauce, or it's like, oh my God, it was good, but I don't know if it's worth it. So I used to be one of those, I'm just confessing. So when it comes to checklists, checklists are there. What do, what do we, why would we use a checklist? Well, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure when you go and you have people work on your car, right? You probably want them working off of some sort of, you know, guideline at least, right? Not just like, oh, I'll start unscrewing screws and all these kinds of things. You know, hopefully they're working off of a checklist that came from the manufacturer. Same thing with your body, with your health. Hopefully they're working off of a manual. Hopefully there's some guidelines, some guide rails, you know, that, uh, that keeps them on track. Well, yeah. what seller or buyer today doesn't want to make sure that we are doing the same thing as realtors or mortgage professionals? What, what, what? person out there spending $400,000 or $4 million doesn't want to make sure that you're not going to forget anything, right? Or if you've got multiple people on your team, like we do, that are helping assist on the file, how is everybody going to know who's on first, who's doing what, right? That makes it pretty hard. But in general, to keep it real basic, why, why would you tell people listening, Gabby, why should they use a checklist. What's the alternative to not using a checklist? I, for well, the first question, um, why they should use it, it's just so that you can provide the same level of quality of service every single time that you're dealing with a client, every single transaction. Um, because if you're just going off of memory, you know, you're going to forget some, some things you did with one client that were amazing. You're probably going to forget that, you know, five transactions down the line. Right. Unless right. you make it a point to make that a habit. So having a checklist is like what you said, Jimmy, it's a guide, a guidebook, a guideline. Um, and some of the items in our checklist as a team are required just so that, you know, anyone that transacts with anyone, uh, on the read team gets that same level of quality. Like, give me an example overview. I know we're going to share your screen yeah. here shortly and you're going to share, but this is uh, probably level, right? that like, so one of the items on the checklist, it's at the end. If you close, you finally get the keys. There's a reminder to then send out closing gifts. Now right. that's a very, very basic level. I'm hoping that other agents out there are not forgetting to send a closing gift to your clients. They right. just, you know, right. use you for this huge transaction and moment in their lives. Yeah. Might right. want to send them, but that's yeah. just a small example of like, Hey, this is your reminder to, you know, send them thank you card and a gift. And then right. we also have like options of right. in our checklist. Right. But it's a use. good reminder. It gets your mind thinking that way. Oh yeah. I should probably call them and thank them. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Rather and, than leaving the mess behind. Okay. Close. I got my check. Peace right, out. Right. <laughs> you know? See ya. Right. Right. That never feels good. Yeah. Right? 
that and that it's so it's so interesting i'm listening to you say this it's so closely aligned with another podcast that we did on um our crm you know our customer relationship management tool that's you know the the checklists are typically as we're going down the path of doing a transaction whether it be on the buy side sell side on a personal residence investment doesn't matter it helps us to and everybody on the team to not leave any loose screws behind at all in the transaction it's very exhaustive mm -hmm. but but the crm leading up to that during it and after helps you like you said closing gift right <clears throat> so you can always put in your crm it's part of the checklist as well to put in your crm what did you give them because a lot of times if you're taking care of people you're going to you know uh you're gonna you're gonna give them a gift and then you're gonna do a transaction with them later when they move when they upsize or they're downsizing and if you don't have in your crm your customer relationship tool we use follow boss what exactly you gave them you know, before you know it, they're going to be thinking they may not say something my clients will, they'll say, Hey, Jimmy, you know, you've given me like three Kirby vacuums, you know, I don't yeah. know. I don't hey, know what you're trying for to the say same here. Cutting board over right? and over. <laughs> same cutting board, right. So not that we give Kirby vacuums, we don't but I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, whatever it is that you're doing, it's really good to have the systems that will remind you so that way you don't have to be, you know, uh, you know, be be tasked with trying to remember and recall everything so so back to this checklist right mm -hmm. so let's talk about that for a minute how so we should use it so that way we don't forget anything we should use it so that way we're reminded to be able to do you know special things but, but there's also really other critical things like timelines in the contract right yeah. if you don't have that checklist how are you going to remember to put the timelines in your, your, you know, your Google calendar, for example, we use Google everything to run our whole business, um, email camp, our email, our calendar, our Google drives, you know, how are you going to remember to put the dates and cascade the dates, the important timeframes, the date that you opened, the first contingency, second contingency, appraisal date, home inspection dates, all those the closing dates so that way everybody can see where that is i mean what do you just can remember every time what if you forget then you're whatever i mean how stressful yeah, is that the, the likelihood is that most of our sales partners on the team are dealing with multiple transactions at a time right right so i mean like it can like, get really confusing really fast if you're right. just trying to do that by memory right nick aaron's on our team last year did 60 plus transactions so what is that on average, you know, five a month, it's not an average, sometimes you had 10, sometimes you had three, but the, mm -hmm. the bottom line is imagine doing that and not having a checklist, not working off of a calendar, not having a, you know, not working with follow up boss, our CRM would be a nightmare. But the, the beauty about a checklist, if I can just help everybody understand this, we have so if you understand our organization, okay. Well, before I do that, let me just say, if you're a single agent listening to this, you should use a checklist and you should use a CRM. Here's why. You, the first hire that you should make is a transaction coordinator, somebody that's going to manage your files. But, you know, if you don't want to blow up that, uh, and I'm sure the transaction coordinators listening are going to be like, yes, listen to what he's saying. If you don't want to blow up your transaction coordinator texting them saying, hey, did you do this? Hey, where's this? Hey, where's that? 
imagine that that's not scalable because imagine them getting that from 20, 30 other agents at the same time. It's not sustainable. So thank you. So the, they're the key, never going to want to work with. They're, they're never going to want to work with you. Right. So the key would be right to have a, a software system of a checklist where you can see what they're working on when they're working on it real time. And on each topic, they, you can communicate more on that in a minute. Gabby's going to show you how we do it. Okay. We use a software system called ClickUp. There's monday.com. We had to create our own because really what we found that most of the checklists out there are so simple or they're spreadsheet based and they don't really work in collaboration. They don't, they don't, they're not a living um, file, meaning like a Google doc for those of you guys that know what I'm talking about, or a, you know, a Google sheet or whatever. They're not, you know, click up like Google, it's a living, breathing file. So it, as it's changing, you can see it happening. You can actually see when Gabby and I are in a file, I can see that she's in it as well, right? So it makes it super, it's super simple, difficult to set up initially at scale like ours, but it's super simple to use once you, once you get it. Everybody on our team uses it. And we're gonna, we're gonna show you in a minute. But going back to that, if you're a single agent, first thing you wanna be able to do is have your transaction co coordinator be able to work in that with you. The minute you are doing 12, 15, 20 deals a year, you're going to hire an assistant. Then you're going to have a transaction coordinator and an assistant and you working out of your checklist in your files and you can divide and conquer in there and then you can keep things moving at a lot, lot faster pace. It's super organized. Now I'll stop there. Yeah, exactly. So just to, like, if you haven't listened to our podcast on follow-up boss, our CRM, the reason a big reason why we chose ClickUp is just like Jimmy said, the collaboration. Um, and that way everyone sees everything on that file. Right. There's no confusion. Right. And the key is it stops. It should stop all the, hey, you got a minute or people knocking on Gabby's door or Benjamin's door, the transaction manager or interrupting. You can literally be all sitting at the same table working on ClickUp and working and when you're done, you just look at your screen, you look at what everybody's on, then you proceed with the meeting. You don't have to ask because you just saw what everybody's doing. It's a beautiful thing. It's no different why you create in your personal life text threads. Why do I need to have everybody on the text thread on that vacation? Because then they know we're meeting back at the boat, you know, at 2 p.m. Everybody got it. Don't tell me you didn't get it. I know you saw it supposed to be back at the boat at 2 p.m. Or, hey, we're in, you know, we're in Hawaii. Hey, we're going to meet in Lahaina for dinner at five. Let me know if you have any questions. Here's the address. I can put the link in there. It's the same reason mm -hmm. why we do those things. Why? Because it's collaborative. Everybody gets it. I don't have to make six phone calls, six emails. I don't have to do any of that. Everyone's there. Everybody does it. You know what I'm saying if you're listening to this podcast. Well, why wouldn't you do that from a business standpoint? So many people don't, you know, we didn't for years. And I'm thinking that was so lame. You know what I mean, Gabby? I mean, yeah, you have to have your meetings literally every morning yeah, with the whole right. team, right? Sometimes right. multiple times a day. It's just, yeah, right, right. It's crazy. Which sidebar, watch our podcast on using, um, meeting rooms we use there's all kinds of meeting rooms like slack workplace and other things like that 
but we use workplace, but more on that later, but watch that as far as meetings, you want to have less meetings, you want to have more collaboration, people are days off, you're afraid to have a meeting because someone's days off, don't worry about it. There's a solution for that, we'll share it for you. Someone's on vacation, you can't have that meeting. Yeah, you can. It's all recorded, all the questions, all the Q&A. It's all right there. It's all recorded. Hey, what about I just hired somebody? Okay, what am I going to do? Well, I got a solution for that works fantastic you guys more on that later but that's going to be on meeting rooms okay recorded meeting rooms like slack workplace other platforms like that but back into checklists gabby's going to share with you what we actually use in ClickUp, and this is custom built out but it's super simple the way we the way we set it up so if i'm a new agent i'm an, I'm an experienced agent a senior partner on the read team I'm going to go into ClickUp, and by the way, it's on a it's on a fantastic app. I use it. I use it mostly on the app. If you're a salesperson, you're going to be watching and observing most of the time on your app. Why? Because you're in the field a lot. You're moving around. If you're support mm -hmm. staff, you're going to have it on your screen. But I want you to know it works fantastic on the app as well. Again, I just want to say that we don't own any stock in ClickUp or. They're not paying me to do this. I'm just telling you what we do, right? Yeah. So don't be thinking, oh, is he trying to sell? Is, is there going to be a link <laughs> nope, to join? This is no, not sponsored. <laughs> we don't do any of that. So, but, uh, but this is, but, but Gabby's going to show you, I'm opening a new file and let's do a buyer, Gabby, if you can. Yeah. So I'll open um, the buyer checklist. And um, for those of you just listening, I highly recommend if you go watch this on YouTube so that you can actually see and visualize what's on the screen and how we've built out our checklist. Again, we're just going to go through this high level. Just um, real quick. Yeah. Take five minutes doing it and we'll, and, and we'll be done, but can you um, see this? Yep. Thanks. Gabby. Okay. So, so this is our buyer checklist. Yeah. So, so in general, we, we could show, we're, we don't want to drown you with information, but but this is how simple it is. And this is not, this is not our, um, she didn't populate a template that has for Jimmy, because there's stuff for Jimmy, there's stuff for Darren's team, stuff for Nick, Nick's team that pre-populate who's going to do what, okay? But it's just super simple. Let's go high level. We have five different categories, new buyer, prospective buyer, writing offers, buyer in escrow, we've removed contingencies, and now we have a closed buyer. Why? Because that's a natural progression. New buyer means, let's, so let's talk high level. That means I just got introduced to them. Okay. I just got, we're not going to tell you everything we do, but if you'll open that Gabby, I'll show you. We just got in, introduced to them. That's what it is. Or it's a past client that reached out to us, or it's a client's sister or friend or whatever. We just got introduced to them, right? There's a lot of things that you don't want to forget to do long before they start looking for a home critical and that's all in our checklist so let's just say i did all of these things how do i do a let's say i did all of these things all in one day gabby how do i mass check that off boom yeah i would literally just click boom. the white dots over here boom 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 that's and it. up at the top you would mark it as yeah done if so i we did use that, right? done or in progress yeah, hit in um, progress just for the heck of it, just so you can everyone can see. There, so, orange means in progress, right? Yeah. So that's what it is. So there, there you go. Let's say I get to the point now. I've done all that. It's just reminders for a lot of people that are seasoned, for people that are new that are like, "Hey, what do I do next?" Everything's there. Over to the right, 
Oh, sorry oh, about sorry. that, Gabby. Over to the right-hand side, if, if it says whose responsibility it is, you can actually assign it to somebody. If you're in charge of the file, you can put it to whoever you want on the team, right? Then you've got the platform links where that task exists. You can click on it and go to it. We're not going to, but that's where you would do it. Super simple. For the newest person in real estate, it's all right there. Okay. Is the it other thing is too, with each line item, um, I've embedded on most of them, I've embedded uh, how to videos. So if someone brand new just got their license, wants to join the team, they right. know exactly how to do it because we've put in some training videos on the back. Okay. So back end setup, can you just cascade the five right there? The, there you go. So there's five, you can, you know, that close it back up if you don't mind for me. Okay. Right there. You'll see to the right of backend setup. There's a little thing right there. It tells you, oh, there's, there's some subtasks, you know, regarding this backend setup, but just like what Gabby was saying, you can open it up right there. Or you can open it up on the other side. It doesn't matter, but by doing it right there, now you'll see what the five things are. And then there's, you know, again, there's all kinds of instructions, stuff like that. They're very you basic. You can see if there's, yeah, attachments. So usually those aren't our SOPs attached or like I said, our uh, more for of the, like a description. For those of you listening, standard operating procedures. Yeah, so, sorry. So it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, but, but I just wanted to show you guys, there's a very basic instruction. Now, for somebody that's seasoned, that's going to, they're going to, after you've done 10, 15, 20 transactions, you're just going to blow through this and say, yeah, I got that, got that, got that, checked it off, boom. It's a checklist. That's what it is. Why? Why is that important? Now, I'm going to, I'll tell you where it's going to get important. If you can close the new buyer, um, go down to prospective buyer. Okay. You're still working with the sales partner or the realtor do, working in this part of the process. Okay. And you're it's just reminders and if we have production partners which works like a sales uh, a sales assistant okay they're fully licensed so we've divided those roles up for sales so these are the process but now whether we're writing offers if you close prospective buyer now that we're writing offers at the and we get through this whole process you see down at the bottom where it say offer accepted Yay, boom, buyer and escrow. Okay, you know, now you're gonna go, it says move on to the buyer and escrow task. Go ahead and open that one as well. Boom, okay. See the, now all of a sudden on the right-hand side, you see the first, it's the first time you've seen the responsibility shift to the transaction manager. Now scroll your screen up just a little, keeping everything expanded. Everything before that line, right? Buyer and escrow has been the sales side. As soon as you complete that last offer accepted, our system automatically notifies the transaction manager. And they're like, bing, it's like a doorbell for ClickUp. They know they get a message, they get messaged and notified that all of a sudden, we've got a new escrow. You don't have to like, Hey, Benjamin sent her an email. Hey, I just want to let you know I got, she sees it. She already knows it. You don't have to call her. You don't have to text her. You don't have to do any of that stuff. She knows it. She sees it. It's fluid. And let me just stop there, you guys. It's critical. Once you're doing more than 10, 15 transactions a year, 
you need to be working off of a checklist. You should be doing it anyway. If you're going to make it to your full-time profession, you should be working off of a checklist. Super, super critical. Okay. Because you got other people involved. You can do more without less interference. Gabby, you like to camp, right? Yeah. Like I love to, I love to camp too. Right. So people that like to be outside, even if it's not camping, let's just say it's some beautiful place in the world, you know, and it's quiet and there's no noise pollution or light pollution. That means is you can actually see the stars. You're out in the middle of the desert. It's quiet. There's no noise. You can hear everything around you. Well, that's what it's like working with systems. If everyone's using it properly, there's not a bunch of noise. You can just watch it happening right in front of you. There's not, it, there's not all the distractions. You don't need to be blowing up each other on text messages. I mean, you guys, we're on track right now as here we are in, in, I think we're in July of 2000, no matter when you're listening back to this podcast, we're in July of 2022, the market is pivoted, but yet we're at a hundred transactions closed and pending already as a team, almost $3 million, almost $2 million in commissions already paid out to the team so far. We're on, we're only we're just barely past halfway. And yet, Gabby, you and I are able to do a podcast, right? Yeah. Why? It's not so crazy. It's like, how can you freaking do that? I wouldn't be sleeping. Well, systems, tools, right things in place. Yeah. When so you I know that you've taken right. care of it and then you can pass the baton to whoever else is involved without actually having right. a meeting about it, then right. it frees up your time. Right. So if you'll just close up those on the left-hand side, just cascade, so they're not cascaded down, that'd be great. So the next one would be, buyer and escrow, right? Here's, there's a lot going on in escrow. And if you look on the right-hand side, it's going to be uh, basically sales and transaction management. You get down into the contingencies removed. It's the same thing. And then a closed buyer, you'll see that there's tasks, you know, checks, like there's where you mentioned closing gift, right? Things mm -hmm. like that, you know, uh, possession of keys there. And then on a congratulations. Yeah, you did it. Okay. Lots of people involved, right? But if you're if you're a new agent, you should be using a transaction coordinator after your first five transactions. Why do I say that? Just my opinion. Some people listening out there say, no, we want them using our transaction management system. Okay, well, just help me. Then you can be a guest on our next uh, podcast. <laughs> help me explain why, why someone, someone should have an assistant or, you know, a transaction coordinator or manager, if they don't know what that person is doing, they should feel the weight of everything that that person is doing before they hire somebody or they pay someone to do it. So that way they know exactly what the expectation is of that person. So just a little sidebar on that. If you're listening <laughs> to this, it's going to be super, super helpful. But here we, we if, now we can close everything up, Gabby, and we can see on the left-hand side, these, these are very basic stages. If you're listening, you're like, Oh my gosh, I don't want to recreate that. We're happy to share you guys. So we, we periodically, we just did a mastermind in Laguna Gale last, last month. We're happy to share all this with you. So if you're interested, just email Gabby operations at readteamhomes.com and let her know. And we're happy to include you on the next mastermind. And we're happy to share all of this with you and more. 
because we share this is just a podcast yeah, we we yeah. share all of our systems and how our process is all the time we're not afraid of you know sharing yeah yeah we're happy to so so that's do so you that, want me to stop sharing sorry yeah you can stop sharing thank you well, she didn't mean we're not, we're going to yeah, stop sorry. sharing the stop material. sharing my screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh, wait a minute. You just said you're going to share. Right. You're not going to share anymore. I like so, just thought of that. So I, so look, you know, if you're in sales, you're like, you're probably not watching this, you know, cause you probably quit. You're like, you got five minutes into the checklist and you're like falling asleep. You know, um, you're like, I'm over this. I don't want to, I don't use checklist. Let me just tell you, um, you need to be, you need to be using a checklist, even if you don't manage I, it, Gabby manages it. I'm just telling yeah. you guys, actually, let me share my screen one more time and right. show you again, why as a sales partner, it can relieve so much of your stress because back when, you know, when multiple people are on your file, you want to know when without bugging them all the time, where they're at, or have you started this? So if you're watching the transaction manager, you can see if she's clicked on different items of being done. Let's say that she's completed that and it grays it out. Or if she's in progress, it would be this red or orange color. So you can quickly see just by like the color coding on the checklist. Okay, this is where she's at. She's going to remind them about the home, uh, home warranty, home, home insurance. Just as a side note, everything in front of that should be. Yeah, it would be. It wouldn't be yellow. If it's yellow, that's when you're panicking. <laughs> and that's when you would go over to the right-hand side on that inspection contingency deadline. And there's a comment and she would tag our transaction manager in it and be like, hey, you know. So anyway, without digging too deep, it is really, really, really important to know that this is how you keep from all the interruptions. So if you're an operations person, right? You're like, oh my gosh, yes. Keep those people out of my hair. They're knocking on my door, blowing up my email, text message at 10 o'clock at night, you know, after having four glasses of wine. This is what, this is one of the things that's going to help people from doing, you know, stop salespeople from doing that. It's also going to give them the answers that salespeople are looking for. And the good news is they work off of apps where they can see it right there. Does that make sense? Cool. Well, hey, Gabby, thank you so much. You know, here's another podcast, Real Estate Roundtable, All Things Real Estate. And here we've, we've accomplished uh, sharing the super exciting conversations around <laughs> checklists, you know. So again, half hey, of the I'm room. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most of the room of people are not operational. So they're like, oh my gosh, whatever. Can we talk about negotiating now? Right. You know, you, you follow yeah. me, but it's like, it's like the, the, it's like the lion or the cheetah and the owl. It's like, okay, which one are you? Like, okay, whatever. So, but it's, it's critical. I want to talk to you lions and cheetahs for just a second. If you want to hunt and have more successful in your hunts, then you need checklists. You need CRMs. You need the tools that make, you know, you think, man, how does that agent do that much business? They well, just, especially like what Jimmy said is like, when yeah. you do hire a transaction coordinator and your own assistant, you want them handling the process, the, the other checklist items right. that you don't need yeah. to be a part of. You can go out yeah. and keep right. hunting. 
That's right. Right. And if you want to do more, you got to be able to use or just do the same with, you know, say you do 25 transactions a year right now, maybe you do 30, maybe you do 50. You know, there's agents on my team that did 70 plus last year. How do you, how do you do that and still maintain a life? Right. You've got to use systems. You need to be able to scale. Okay. There's a really good book. Easy read. It's called scale up. If you want to learn more about that concept, this is just one of the tools involved in that process. So again, this is Jimmy Reed with the Reed team. I lead, I lead this beautiful team and Gabby manages me and the rest of the team operationally. So thank you, Gabby, for all your endurance <laughs> dealing with us lions and cheetahs. So I, we really appreciate and you. Seriously, if you guys have more questions about anything specifically to our checklist or our CRM, um, and how I've helped set it up, reach out at operations at readteamhomes.com. Awesome. Great. Let's give them your home address as well. She lives at just <laughs> <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Jimmy Reed with the Reed team, team leader, Gabby uh, Cabell, operations manager for the Reed team. This is the real estate round table. We talk about everything real estate, Please check out our other podcasts that relate to this one. We mentioned some of them in this podcast, but there's going to be a lot more. We'd like your feedback on stuff that you'd like for us to talk about in the future. And some, if you'd like to be a guest speaker on, on we do that periodically, please reach out. We'd be uh, happy to entertain that. So thank you so much. And we'll see you guys on a, on a future podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Real Estate Roundtable. If you'd like to connect with any of the sales partners here on the REIT team, our information is below and we'd love to chat with you.